Welcome to Vocab Lab, where we dissect words essential for the SAT, ACT, and TOEFL tests. I'm your host, Amber. And I'm Jack. Are you ready to enhance your vocabulary and edge closer to acing that standardized test? Then stick with us. Today's words are malleable, decry, and circumlocution. Let's dig into our first word, malleable. That's M-A-L-L-E-A-B-L-E-L, malleable. It's an adjective. When describing something as malleable, you're talking about its ability to be easily shaped or formed. Think of metals like gold or silver that can be hammered into thin sheets. Beyond the physical aspect, malleable can also describe someone who is easily influenced or changed by external factors. Remember it this way. If an opinion or material can be hammered out or remolded without breaking, it's malleable. A common confusion arises with the word malleable when people misapply it to situations or circumstances that aren't changeable. The roots of the word are in Old French, coming from malle, meaning hammer. In a sentence, the artist found the wet clay to be malleable, shaping it into a swan with ease. Another example, as a new employee, she was malleable and adapted quickly to the company's way of doing things. Moving on to decry. Spell it with me. D-E-C-R-Y. Decry. This one's a verb. To decry is to openly condemn or express strong disapproval. You might decry a policy you find unjust or a decision that you think is harmful. A mnemonic trick. Think of saying goodbye critically to something. You decry it. It's sometimes confused with the word denounce, but remember that decry tends to suggest a more personal feeling of disapproval. Its etymology can be traced back to the old French word decrier, which means to cry out. Example sentence, the council attempted to decry the demolition of the historic building. And another, environmental groups decried the new regulation, claiming it was a step back for conservation. Our final word is circumlocution. That's C-I-R-C-U-M-L-O-C-U-T-I-O-N, circumlocution. It's a noun. A circumlocution is a roundabout or indirect way of speaking, using more words than necessary to avoid getting to the point. It's as if you're circling around the subject. Remember this by associating circum with circle and locution with speaking. It's not to be confused with being verbose, which simply means using too many words. Circumlocution specifically involves indirectness. This word descends from Latin, with circum meaning around and locutio meaning a speaking. In use, to avoid answering directly, the politician used circumlocution, much to the frustration of the interviewer. Example two, her circumlocution made the simple story last much longer than expected, with all the unnecessary details she included. Now let's have some fun with a quick quiz. I'll say a sentence with the word blank, and Jack will fill it in with the right vocabulary word. Ready? Hit me with your best shot. The politician's promise to reform tax laws was blank by several economists who believed it would lead to increased inflation. Decker, the economists decried the promise. Due to its blank nature, the new alloy could be used in a variety of applications, from delicate jewelry to robust construction materials. Malleable, the alloy is malleable. Instead of saying he lost the keys, he gave a long blank about his entire day leading up to the discovery that the keys were missing. Circumlocution. He gave a circumlocution about his day. The young apprentice was particularly blank, learning new techniques with remarkable ease and flexibility. Malleable. The apprentice was malleable. Despite their efforts to persuade her, she did not blank the new policy set forth by the school board. 
decry. She did not decry the policy. Many authors employ blank to add descriptive flavor to their writing, though it can sometimes lead to a reader losing interest. Circumlocution. Authors employ circumlocution. Before we refresh on last week's vocabulary, remember that the understanding and retention of these intricate words is the foundation for excelling at standardized tests. Make sure to stick around as we recap. Last time we talked about a tone spelled A-T-O-N-E. To atone is to make amends for a wrong or a mistake. In a sentence, she donated to the local charity to atone for her earlier selfish behavior. Next, sanctimonious, S-A-N-C-T-I-M-O-N-I-O-U-S. This adjective describes someone who pretends to be morally superior. For example, his sanctimonious comments about charity work did not impress those who knew he rarely volunteered. And finally, tacit, T-A-C-I-T. It's an adjective for something understood or implied without being openly expressed. In a sentence, there seemed to be a tacit agreement among the team members to avoid discussing the controversial topic. Tune into the next episode where we will learn three new words and see how well you remember today's terms, malleable, decry, and circumlocution. If you have questions or vocabulary words that you would like to suggest for future episodes, please get in touch at vocablab at pagepods.com. Our email address is also in the show notes. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider leaving a review so that others can learn more about us. To stay up to date on the latest episodes and for show transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter at vocablab.pagepods.com. The link is also in our show notes. Thank you for listening to Vocab Lab. I'm Amber. And I'm Jack. See you next time for another enriching episode. Keep learning and keep leveling up your vocabulary.